You don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends at Nutritional Therapeutics, makers of NT Factor, point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years, the makers of NT Factor have worked to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria, the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without and recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. It promises that our day-to-day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in the academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefit of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome back to another hour of the weekend edition of Intelligent Medicine. Uh, As promised, uh, we're going to take a look at the relationship between sugar-sweetened and artificially sweetened beverages and the risk of liver cancer and chronic liver disease. Also, uh, a very interesting study that suggests that social anxiety disorder, you know, extreme shyness, may be related to the bacteria in your intestinal tract. And a look at the impact of chronic cannabis use on coronary artery disease, a revealing study. 877-726-8255, our number. And uh, this, uh, in as a follow-up to uh, our last call about uh, a guy with Parkinson's disease who has a high ratio of arachidonic acid, which is pro-inflammatory, to EPA, which is anti-inflammatory, thus increasing his risk for neurodegenerative disease. Uh, Here's a study from China on another condition, COVID-19, and the use of omega-3 to tamp down inflammation and reduce the risk for a cytokine storm, which is the slippery slope towards intubation and death for many sufferers of serious COVID-19 infections. They're they're fewer now with COVID being uh, less severe and a lot of people having acquired immunity either through the shots or through natural infection, natural infection being superior in terms of fending off the consequences of COVID. Still getting, you know, people getting COVID and their infections are relatively mild these days for the most part. But uh, this is a meta-analysis, a study of studies from China And to assess the effectiveness of omega-3 fatty acid supplementation in hospitalized COVID-19 patients, a team of researchers from China analyzed six studies involving 273 patients who received omega-3 supplementation during their hospitalization. 
And what they found was there was a noteworthy impact on mortality in four of the trials. The risk of dying was reduced. Also, the risk of uh, having uh, kidney function impairment was reduced. And they say here in the summary, uh, the meta-analysis findings highlight a substantial association between omega-3 fatty acid treatment and a significant reduction in the risk of dying. In light of the potent anti-inflammatory effects demonstrated in other inflammatory diseases, the prospect of treating COVID-19 patients with omega-3 fatty acids appears promising. So uh, the intervention was safe. There were no side effects. And it kind of makes sense. But also, I mean, it argues for having a fairly high level of omega-3 fatty acids on board continually as you face the challenge of not just COVID-19, but these days uh, the flu and various other uh, viruses that are circulating around. 877-726-8255, our number. Let's take one of our recorded calls. Uh, my name is Bill. I'm a disabled veteran, uh, served 20 years in the Navy, and I currently receive health care through the Department of Veteran Affairs. I've gone through a few programs, nutritional counseling. I've done a MOVE program that they have for two uh, twice, where it talks about, you know, intake and caloric intake and burning calories and whatnot. I struggled my entire career with my weight. Uh, they put me on FEP, which is a uh, extra workout. So I would work out twice a day instead of once a day. Had me on drastic diets and still not losing weight. Um, fast forward to now, I am at about 240 pounds. I was down to 215 and uh, I've been really struggling. So I also have diabetes, high blood pressure, bad joints. Uh, my A1C was up to 9 uh, do with diet changes and stuff like that. I've gotten my A1C down to 5.9. So I recently got approved for, by the FDA for weight loss. I requested it. They denied me. However, I am approved for the lap band and gastric bypass. Um, so I'm kind of discouraged that they're willing to do drastic surgery on me and cut out a big chunk of my stomach for me being 240 pounds, but they're not willing to allow me to use a medication or really help me lose weight. And I am distraught. Yeah. Okay. So this is, illustrates a problem because uh, in, look, I mean, there's there's diet and exercise for weight loss. And let's face it, diet and exercise uh, don't always work uh, for uh, taking off excess pounds, as many of y'all have discovered. And it's not simply a matter of uh, lack of willpower uh, or putting in the requisite time and effort. Uh, so... Uh, in the past, and for a long time, there have been surgical options. And the surgical options were validated because what they do is they don't just make you look better. I mean, it's not just a matter of looking better in a bathing suit, you know, when you're putting your Speedo on. It's also a matter of reducing your risk of dying. I mean, clearly, these studies have suggested that your risk of heart attack, your risk of stroke, your risk of all manner of problems, including uh, mechanical problems like arthritis uh, are reduced by weight loss and that these interventions, although, you know, getting gastric bypass surgery is a big deal. It's going to uh, really uh, limit your food intake. 
It's going to cause you sometimes GI problems. It's going to cause you malabsorption problems. So patients who've had that done, uh, it's kind of a big deal. But the benefit outweighs the risk. I mean, even a significant risk of dying on the surgical table, you know, which is low, but maybe as high as 1%, some of these people who undertake the surgery. So it's interesting that, uh, you know, you're under the VA system and the VA system says, yeah, okay, go under the knife. That's okay with us. But you do not meet the criteria for getting uh, Ozempic or Munjaro or some of these new promising injectable drugs that can uh, reduce uh, your weight. And why that is, is just simply a matter of uh, cost containment. You know, if everybody in the United States who was overweight uh, got these medications, uh, we would probably bankrupt the medical system. I mean, let's face it, we're talking like tens and tens of millions of people uh, who would be getting these medications, uh, some of which cost, you know, like $20,000, you know, $15,000, $20,000 a year. And so uh, they're putting uh, constraints on this, but there's a lot of pushback. There's a lot of push. There's pushback in Medicare. There's pushback in the VA system because these medications turn out to be successful. And you could argue, well, oh, you know, it's just a cosmetic thing. You know, it doesn't matter. You, you weigh 249 or you weigh uh, 195. It's just a matter of, you know, your pants size, you know, how you look uh, in the mirror. But no, it actually there are health benefits. There are health risks also because these medications uh, if you go off the medications, you generally tend to regain the weight. If you uh, stay on the medications, you lose a lot of weight, but you also lose a lot of muscle mass, which is not good. That accelerates sarcopenia or the progression towards frailty. Uh, and there may be other consequences which we're not yet aware of on these medications. Uh, you know, higher risk of depression and suicide, for example, because they affect the brain. And so... Uh, it's a dilemma, but I think it's going to be worked out. I think that they're going to have to come up with a way uh, to, uh, because these medications are so dramatically successful, finally, and it's kind of the holy grail of the pharmaceutical industry. We actually have weight loss medications that work uh, with relatively few adverse side effects. I mean, yeah, there's side effects, GI side effects. There's You can get uh, intestinal slowdown, obstruction, diarrhea, constipation, nausea, vomiting. Okay, pancreatitis, rarely. Gallbladder disease, rarely. Uh, there are significant side effects. But ultimately, I think these medications are going to have to be mainstream. We're going to have to figure out a way to pay for them. And I think that uh, eventually uh, the VA system that you're under uh, is going to loosen the constraints. You're actually a victim of your own good intentions because because you've lost some weight and because you're tr you're doing the right thing, uh, you've lowered your hemoglobin A1C to 5.9, which means that officially you're not diabetic. And these medications are reserved in some systems for people who have diabetes. That's what they were originally intended for, not merely for weight loss. And therefore, uh, because you're doing the right thing, you made yourself ineligible for the medications. But it sure doesn't make sense that you're eligible for risky operations when a medication remains elusive for you. 877-726-8255, our number. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that 
only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. As you know by now, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand that I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences, which is now proud to introduce a new innovation, Plus CBD Daily Balance THC-free. Daily Balance is a daily-use supplement that provides the benefits of CBD without the concern of other cannabinoids like THC causing unwanted effects. Daily Balance contains the purest form of hemp-derived CBD in high concentrations to help you overcome intense challenges to mental and physical well-being. All Plus CBD products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code Hoffman30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman for Plus CBD's new Daily Balance THC-free line of oil, soft gels, and gummies. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255, our number for calls. And... You ever go to a supermarket and see somebody loading up their shopping cart with uh, soda? Uh, I often do, and I just wonder, you know, what could be going through their head that they're drinking that stuff? But, you know, some people will drink uh, unsweetened, artificially sweetened beverages. They're sweetened, but they're sweetened with things like Splenda uh, or NutraSweet uh, or other sugar substitutes. And they think that they're getting a free pass because they're not getting a lot of calories. Well, big study just done. They looked at nearly 100,000 postmenopausal women followed for an average of 21 years. And they looked at the effects of consuming three servings or less of sugar-sweetened beverages per month. Uh versus consuming one or more servings per day. So three servings or less, uh, you know, I would certainly fit into that category because I may have three servings or less per year. You know, occasionally I will have a Diet Coke. I'll just feel like, eh, you know, what the heck. You know, I'm traveling uh, and, yeah, I just need something, you know, gratifying. So I'll have a Diet Coke. But, you know, I can count. On one hand, the number of times I do that in a year. So I would fit that category of women consuming very little in the way of sugar-sweetened beverages. And I go for Diet Coke anyway, because I think it tastes pretty good. Um, versus women consuming one or more servings per day. Well, the women consuming one or more servings per day had a significantly higher rate of liver cancer. And there was a higher risk of chronic liver disease mortality. So... Uh, 
the importance of this is that approximately 65% of adults in the U.S. consume sugar-sweetened beverages daily. And uh, what they found was um, that there was uh, individuals who consumed one or more artificially sweetened beverages per day did not have significantly increased incidence of liver cancer or chronic liver disease mortality. So they got a pass. So it's not great for you. Uh, but uh, it's about the sugar, especially the high fructose corn syrup, which has a particularly deleterious effect in terms of fatty liver disease. Fatty liver disease, very common, high single digit uh, percentage. I'm sorry, double digit percentage of fatty liver disease in this country, most of it undetected. And I've written about this, about high fructose corn syrup, which they now use to sweeten soda, uh, is the prime culprit in this epidemic of fatty liver disease, uh, which can also lead to liver failure, cirrhosis, and the need for a liver transplant and death, but also a higher risk of liver cancer. So, you know, t talk about carcinogenic substances. Uh, that's what they're selling to you in supermarket aisles. All right, you don't need a study to tell you that aging and fatigue go hand in hand. Nevertheless, my friends, it Nutritional therapeutics makers of NT Factor point to 16 studies, all peer-reviewed and published in medical journals, showing that NT Factor can reduce fatigue, while at the same time, age-related changes in the cells are reversed. For 30 years now, the makers of NT Factor work to improve our health spans by focusing on the mitochondria. These are the energy powerhouses of our cells. Their science shows that NT Factor, which I don't go a day without, and I recommend to my patients, improves our energy and prevents the deterioration that accompanies aging. They promise us that our day-to-day -day lives will be improved, and they keep proving it in studies that include placebo-controlled trials, both in academic institutions and in medical practices like mine. You can find NT Factor at your favorite health food store or online retailer, or to order direct, go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Don't let tiredness and fatigue rob your senior years. Invest regularly in the anti-aging benefits of NT Factor at ntfactor.com. Come. All right. Uh, pot's been legalized. It's ubiquitous. Everywhere you go in Manhattan, you know, there's like this pall of uh, marijuana smoke that uh, hangs over Manhattan. Uh, everywhere, you, the distinct odor of pot is in the air. Association of Cannabis Use Disorder with Risk of Coronary Artery Disease. Now, they're not talking about occasional users. They're talking about people who use pot regularly. They have, they're hooked on cannabis. Uh, what they found is that there is indeed a linkage between uh, uh, cannabis use at a high level and coronary artery disease. So um, this uh, shows a high, heightened risk of developing coronary artery disease in daily cannabis users. Why, why are we encouraging this? 877-726-8255, our number, and this is Intelligent Medicine. Jumpstart your healthy resolutions with reduced pricing on all my favorite supplements from Thorne. Right now, my entire curated selection of Thorne supplements is 20% off, including Thorne's cutting-edge brain support formula, Cinequel. I've added Cinequel to my personal daily regimen to fight off cognitive decline. Cinequel is rich in the best researched ingredients that help support brain function. Its active ingredients help maintain cellular energy production, encourage a healthy balance of inflammatory cytokines, 
provide energy to fuel the nerves, support neurotransmitter production, and protect against oxidative stress. It's available in two strengths, Cinequil for everyday maintenance and Cinequil Plus, which provides higher amounts of specific nutrients for shorter-term support after impact-related head injury. Just go to DearHoffman.com Thorn for 20% off Cinequil, as well as my entire curated selection of Thorn products. That's DearHoffman.com Thorn. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here. 877-726-8255 for calls uh, anytime you like, 24-7, 365. If we're not here, you can record a question. Uh, all right, let's take one of those recorded calls. What are the best supplements and health practices to bring more moisture into the skin and hair? Okay, so, you know, there's a lot about, you know, all the different kinds of things you can do for dry skin. And you can virtually go down the drugstore aisle and buy all kinds of creams and moisturizers and things to apply to the surface of your skin. But, you know, keep in mind that your skin is a little bit like a raincoat. Uh, it's kind of hard to push things in from the outside. So I like to take an inside-out approach to skin dryness. So some forms of skin dryness are actually an inflammatory disease like uh, eczema or psoriasis, and they respond to anti-inflammatory things such as vitamin D, uh, zinc, uh, anti-inflammatory diet because certain dietary factors can promote inflammation. So lots and lots of sugar and lots of lots of poor quality uh, oils. Uh, you know, the oils that you get from fried foods and junk food, uh, these can have a inflammatory effect on the skin. Uh, but uh, when it comes to moisturizing the skin, I really like to encourage essential fatty acids, lots and lots of omega-3 fatty acids, uh, EPA and DHA. But the trick for moisturizing the skin for dry skin is to use um, uh, something uh, called GLA, gamma linolenic acid. Uh, which is present in primrose oil, borage oil, and black currant seed oil. And so for sufferers of dry skin, I recommend that you take a couple, two, three capsules of the, I prefer borage oil because it's a little more concentrated uh, daily. There's soft gels that contain the uh, essential fatty acids from from these plants. And that really has a way of kind of hydrating and moisturizing your skin. And you've got to give it some time. It takes a while for it to work its way through your system and embed itself in your epidermis uh, because your skin layers uh, turn over fairly frequently. And as new skin layers get uh, pushed up to the outside, uh, they'll incorporate these essential fatty acids. And you'll see like, you know, better skin quality, moisturization, and so on. Um, other things that may help uh, skin quality, astaxanthin has actually been shown to be helpful for skin quality. So you may try that. And uh, above all, make sure that you have adequate hydration because your internal hydration has something to do with your skin hydration. If you're dehydrated, your skin's going to be wrinkly and crepey. And so make sure you get uh, adequate oral hydration, uh, especially in the, winter, in the winter months. And, you know, make your apartment, uh, you know, consider a humidifier, clean it frequently because it might be subject to bacterial and mold growth. But, uh, you know, if nothing else, you can't afford a 
fancy humidifier, just keep some pots of water out to evaporate into the air so that you uh, your skin doesn't become desiccated. Because some studies have shown that the average uh, New York City apartment in the wintertime with the heat on uh, has about the same humidity equivalent to the Sahara Desert. <laughs> so that's going to have a desiccating effect on your skin. All right, uh, 877-726-8255, our number. Uh, this is a fascinating study. Uh, social anxiety disorder. Uh, it's the third SAD thing, okay, because there's these acronyms. SAD stands for seasonal affective disorder, which a lot of people suffer from this time of year with the days being shorter and uh, the sun only coming up at uh, 7 in the morning or 7.30. And lots of darkness. Okay, that's SAD number one. SAD number two is the American diet, the SAD diet, the standard American diet. Well, it turns out that another, the third acronym that's spelled SAD, that is SAD, is social anxiety disorder. And I must admit that to some extent I suffer from a little bit of social anxiety disorder. It may not seem like that because I broadcast on the air to thousands and thousands of people quite frequently. But, you know, put me at a cocktail party and, uh, you know, I'm going to feel a little bit um, of anxiety as I navigate through the room trying to have a meaningful conversation. Uh but some people suffer from debilitating, crippling social anxiety disorder. And the treatment for that is drugs. Uh, Zoloft, uh, an SSRI medication, is commonly prescribed for social anxiety disorder. But there's a fascinating study that suggests that gut microbiota, the bugs in your intestinal tract, may play a role in the heightened social fear response tied to SAD. And that, they suggest, they suggest, represents a potential therapeutic target for reducing the growing behavioral issue of social fear. Well, what they're getting at is that maybe using probiotics or maybe fecal transplants or something like that can change a person's personality. Wow. Okay, here's, here's what they did in the experiment. Uh, they took uh, stool samples from people suffering from social anxiety disorder and they gave them to mice. Now, I'd hate to be the mouse in the study. I don't know if they were paid well. And I don't know if they had volunteered for this study. But anyway, the mice received donor fecal microbial transplants, as, uh, uh, also known as poop samples from people who had SAD. And then they were tested for the mouse equivalent of SAD, which is has to do with mouse behavior involving social fear, sociability, social cognition, and stress coping behaviors. And what they found was that the, uh, the, the bacteria within the mice was significantly altered after the transfer the fecal microbial transfer. And there were also behavioral changes. Social fear, sociability, anxiety-like, and stress-coping behaviors were assessed in the mice, uh, and they were tested through going through mazes, and they did a bunch of testing. And they found that the mice 
experienced behavior that's the mouse equivalent of SAD. Uh, they also had changes in cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Uh, they had changes in oxytocin, which is uh, the hormone that increases when people have sex or hug each other or in a beneficial social interaction. They had declines in oxytocin levels. So this suggests that, wow, fascinating implications of a study that suggests that the microbiome may dictate mood to the extent that it renders us more likely to experience social anxiety. Wow. And possibly, you know, maybe my relative remission from severe social anxiety has to do with the fact that I take probiotics on a regular basis. 877-726-8255 are a number. I want to remind you that if you're looking for good quality supplements, you can shop hundreds of curated vetted supplements in my full script dispensary, drhoffmanstore.com, because there we stock only the highest quality supplements, and some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. And they're the same supplements that I take personally. I order from Fullscript regularly. I'm waiting for a delivery. I think it's downstairs. And I got the message that there's a package for me, and I just ordered some supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast, free shipping. It's safe, secure, and includes world-class customer service. And there are more and more reports about adulterated supplements that you you know you can always, you can shop you can Google supplements and you can shop via Amazon or you know other other portals. But the quality of the supplements is often suspect, and that's why I prefer Fullscript. So go to drhoffmanstore.com and shop in my full script dispensary where we have virtually all the supplements that we talk about here on intelligent medicine. Uh, all right. Uh, this item looks at uh, lactose intolerance. And we're going to talk a little bit about lactose intolerance. And let me just introduce the subject. Uh, around 10 or 11,000 years ago, uh, people began to domesticate animals and use their milk. What a novel concept because, you know, a hundred thousand years ago, you wouldn't see like a Neanderthal run after a female antelope, tackle her and then suckle at the udder of the antelope. That just didn't happen. But then humans kind of developed agriculture and they developed a pastoral lifestyle where they herded animals. And around this happened in the Middle East around 10 or 11,000 years ago. It made its way into uh, Europe uh, around 7,500 years ago, and by mm, five or 6,000 years ago, there were a fair number of people who were drinking milk from animals, goats, sheep, cows, whatever. And they then developed something that humans hadn't had before. Humans generally are able to talk, tolerate lactose at the time that they're babies, but then they stop being able to tolerate it. It just kind of peters out the ability to digest lactose through an enzyme called lactase. Lactase production declines uh, after weaning, which uh, in subcultures lasts for a while. So uh, there is a new study that looks at the enigma of why people who 
have lactose intolerance, and a fair, fairly high percentage of people do. 100% of uh, blacks in West Africa, for example, uh, have something called NLP, non-lactose, non-lactase uh, persistence. In other words, they lose the ability to digest lactose because it just wasn't part of their their uh, historical uh, uh, perspective there in Africa, they, except for certain like the Maasai in, uh, I guess it's more in East Africa, they uh, use animal milk, but in West Africa, not happening. So those populations, 100%. Uh, African Americans in the United States, 70% uh, have lactose intolerance versus Northern Europeans where only about 5% have lactose intolerance. Uh, the reason for the decline in the percentage of African Americans who have lactose intolerance is that they're a mixed population. They have they inherited some of the genes from intermixing with the uh, genetic population of whites, so they're not uh, as uh, in effect purebred as African blacks in West Africa. So, uh, but overall, uh, this lactose intolerance is about sixty-five to seventy percent, and the mystery is why some people can kind of turn it on, turn it off. We'll talk about that when we return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. At Essential Formulas, we provide the immune essentials for your family's health this winter. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics and Reg Active. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics is recognized as a worldwide leader in probiotic digestive health. Since 70% of your immune cells reside in your gut, Dr. O'Hara's probiotics have an impressive effect on immune health, too. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics contain over 500 postbiotic metabolites shown to help support immune function. Certified vegetarian, free of gluten, dairy, and GMOs, a powerful immune option. RegActive formulas help boost levels of glutathione, the body's most essential antioxidant, which decreases as we age. Maintaining glutathione levels is key in overall health protection. Be proactive about your immune health. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics and RegActive at natural health retailers and online today. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline, but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R dot com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. We're talking about lactose intolerance. Uh, turns out that uh, lactose intolerance, about 65 70% of Americans are lactose intolerant, which means they lose the ability to digest lactose and they need to be on a low lactose diet. But it's not about, uh, it's not like celiac disease where you can't have any, any gluten. It's, 
relative. You know, some people have it to a large extent, you know, where they can't tolerate dairy products at all. Uh, other people can tolerate them up to a certain point. Uh, 50% of lactose intolerant people suffer from cramps and bloating after drinking eight ounces. That's a half pint of milk while fasting and eating like mitigates the effect. So if you take the milk with food, it's going to be less of an impact. So one of the things that's interesting about lactose intolerance is that even if you lose the gene, I mean, you have uh, the gene that turns off that doesn't allow you to produce lactase, uh, that there is the ability to tolerate some lactose and it's kind of a use it or lose it thing. And if you, Expose yourself to moderate amounts of lactose from milk or other dairy products that are high in lactose. Some dairy products are low in lactose, like cheddar cheese, very low in lactose. Certain cheeses, you got to look at the at the list of things that are high and low lactose if you're lactose intolerant. Uh, but the more you have, I mean, don't overwhelm yourself because you're going to get diarrhea, it's going to run right through you. But if you have moderate amounts, you'll actually reacquire a little bit the ability to digest lactose. And they did a study to find out why that is. It's entitled Changes in Gut Microbiota and Lactose Intolerance Symptoms. And they tested 25 healthy adults of Asian origin, 70 to 100% of Asians are lactose intolerant, depending on the population you're looking at. And what they found is when they gradually increased lactose uh, from first 6 to 12, then 24 grams per day for four consecutive weeks, they, they gradually acclimated to it. They began to tolerate it better. And the reason was that certain bacteria in their intestinal tract, bifidobacteria, indicated an adaptation of the gut to lactose consumption. Bifidobacteria metabolize, metabolize lactose without gas production, which reduces intestinal gas formation in the gut of individuals with lactose intolerance. So it's kind of about the bacteria in your intestinal tract. And potentially taking a bifidobacteria supplement can help you reseed your intestinal tract so that you can better tolerate small amounts of lactose. I wouldn't go overboard. For me, uh, the real challenge is I, I like clam chowder and I always order Manhattan clam chowder because the New England clam chowder it got a lot, a, lot, a lot of milk in it it kind of runs right through me all right um, we have some we have a recorded call so let's hear that one how do I burn belly fat okay that sounds like uh, you know that's uh, <laughs> it sounds like chat GPT uh, asking me a question. Uh, all right, so bringing this whole thing about burning belly fat, you know, there are a lot of supplements that purport to burn your belly fat, but there's very little in the way of supplements that do that, and even very little in the way of medications that do that. That's not exactly the way that uh, some of the popular new weight loss drugs, the injectable ones, work. Uh, but uh, there are some ways to get yourself to accelerate the uh, burning or the breakdown of belly fat and the use of fat for fuel. And one of them is a keto diet. A keto diet is essentially fat burning because you switch from metabolism of uh, glucose to metabolism of fat. And so a very, very low-carb diet can help you with that. 
Uh, also, intermittent fasting will do that because when you're fasting, you start to produce ketones, and that's one of the ways you can utilize your own body fat. Uh, I have a, 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 a an acquaintance who who's very very overweight, and it's not for lack of trying, you know, with diet and exercise. It's a genetic thing with her, and she reported that when she began to do cold immersion, she got one of those cold plunge baths at you know 50 degrees and she jumps into there and grits her teeth and spends like a few minutes in there every day she managed to lose 35 pounds and feels great because what you're doing when you're exposing yourself to cold is you're increasing your amount of brown fat which is fat burning fat uh, also consider green tea which has both caffeine and egcg which is a little bit of a fat burner uh, for men uh, testosterone can help you with fat burning. That's why the bodybuilders uh, abuse androgens. Those are some of the ways that you can actually burn down some of that belly fat. All right. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, make sure you check out drhoffman.com, which is your hub for all things intelligent medicine. You can shop there. You can subscribe to our newsletter. You can download our podcasts. And it's a very, very informative place where you can learn a lot to make you a more informed listener to Intelligent Medicine. Have a great week.